This is Internet Marketing. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to episode 73 of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. You're in for a big treat today. It's uh, one of Kelvin's brain dumps uh, this week. It's Google Local Search. Uh, get your propeller hats on because this is an extremely densely informational packed uh, episode and uh, you might want to take some notes as well. So without further ado, please enjoy Kelvin talking about Google Local Search. When we started putting together the premium content for the premium subscription service that we recently launched for the podcast, one of the topics that I knew we really needed to cover um, really early on in, in, in creating the content was Google Local. Um, for just about every business, no matter where you are in the world, Google Local is becoming really important in how you go about winning business. Um, any search term pretty much that contains a geographic modifier in it on Google is tending to trigger a map-based result. Um, so to resolve that, um, we've put together on the Premium Podcast um, where we're sending daily videos to you on internet marketing topics. We launched with um, five videos um, on various topics about how to do well on Google Local. Uh, but to supplement that and to the people who aren't signed up to as subscribers, um, you, I wanted to share some ranking factors that Google use to determine where you appear on those map results. So it uses a different um, algorithm to the main search results. So what you might well have been doing to try and get to number one in the normal listings won't necessarily mean that you will be number one in the local listings as well. So it requires a slightly different strategy and approach. So I'm going to take you through um, some of those ranking factors now. Um, but if you're interested in the um, screencasts that show you some particular techniques like how to create H cards, um, how to upload video, how to create a listing, um, you know, some of these citation things in a bit more detail, you can sign up at um, premium.internetmarketingpodcast.org. So that's premium.internetmarketingpodcast.org. And in addition to those that have already been published, you'll get a daily training video. But in this section, I'm going to take you through, in this podcast, some of those ranking factors. So first up is citations from major data providers. What this means is, in the normal Google algorithm, the number of people that search, that link to you, is really important. So Google go on a model much like the academic system, whereby if you are referenced by someone important, Google think you're important. And if they link to you, you know that's the indication that the trust is there. But that relies on people linking to you. And that's great for big business websites where lots of people are aware of you and lots of people are talking about you in that kind of arena. But for small businesses, you don't tend to get as many links. But what you do get is citations. So if you're a well-established plumber in Swindon, there will be lots of references to you on Swindon websites where they mention your company name. Um, But it doesn't need to be a link. So Google Local works on citations. So what that means is you need to go through the same process as you would for link building, but don't be concerned if you don't get a link out of it. So if you want to do well in Google Local, get citations, and quite often they will come from directories. Um, Categorization is also really important. So that's number two on my list. So when you're creating or claiming your Google Local business listing, you can choose up to five categories 
that your business sits within. So when you're choosing those categories, it's important to think about them. So that will probably be similar to your keyword research process you would go through for traditional SEO. But if you're a hairdresser, make sure you're in the hairdresser section, the stylist section, you know, hair colorists, if that's in there as well. Try and cover off all the different sections that your business is in. The third positive factor is that claimed business listings rank better than unclaimed ones. So what a lot of you might be surprised is if you've never set up a Google local business listing, your company might already be on Google local. And what that has happened is because on some directory somewhere where Google pulled their data from, your business is listed. Um, But they don't know who is the owner, who is the website necessarily behind that listing, so it's unclaimed. So you can go about claiming those listings if you're already there, Um, but if you have an unclaimed listing and you've not told Google an associated Google account, you won't rank as highly as if you've claimed that. There's lots of things I'll go on to in a minute about why you would want to claim it. So definitely go about claiming it if you've got a listing already there. The fourth on the list, which is um, of the ranking factors, is um, Google look at the keywords in your local business listing title and description. So I'll talk in a little bit later why you won't want to vary this too much. But if you are the, you know, Shanklin guest house on the Isle of Wight in Shanklin, make sure you call yourself guest house, but... So rather than just calling yourself the Shanklin Inn, call yourself the Shanklin Inn guest house or whatever it is that's keyword specific there. Or if you're a plumber, don't just call yourself part, you know, Newman and Partners. Call yourself Newman and Partners Plumbers um, because that will help Google understand, along with the categorization, what your business is actually about. Inbound links also is a factor. Um, I've talked earlier about citations and their importance, but inbound links are also a factor. So... Um, try and get people to link to you using all the tactics you would do in a normal SEO campaign. So that might be directory submission, it might be article syndication, it might be commenting on blogs, it might be looking at the backlinks of your competitors, it might be producing compelling content. Whatever you would be doing to do well in SEO will also help your local business ranking, even though the two algorithms are slightly different. Um, the volume and quality of customer reviews is also a factor. I do a lot of training in the tourism sector, looking at B&Bs and hotels and the like. And the websites that have the most reviews on TripAdvisor and the like tend to do better on the Google local business listings. So encourage your happy and satisfied customers to leave reviews of you. So if you're a hotel, when people are leaving, they sign up um, to pay up their bill ask them if they can leave a review on TripAdvisor. Actually, a great example of this was um, I was on my honeymoon um, in Hawaii and I was in a B&B there that we were staying in. They had a computer that anyone in the uh, B&B could use, which was great. You know, nice ability to send, check Facebook, send some pictures of us on our honeymoon back to people at home. Um, but the screensaver on the computer was please leave us a review on TripAdvisor, click this link to do it. And what happened was they had hundreds of great reviews of people who were there on their holiday who said, hey, we're having a great time, you know, and they have brilliant reviews. So do anything you can to incentivize people, even just by making them aware like that. Or sometimes you might want to maybe send all your customers a quick email saying, hey, we're giving out a bottle of wine to anyone who leaves a review in the next 24 hours or whatever you can. That can work quite well. Another thing that Google look for is a full address on the contact page and that matching up with the address they have in the local business listing. So what that means is 
don't have five or six different addresses for your business. So if you're maybe if you're a freelancer, you have your registered address, you have the office that you share and all these kind of things. Try and keep it consistent because Google will look for consistency across those results there and always include a full one. Um, some people think PO boxes um, aren't a good thing to do. So again, try and keep your full address on your contact page. Then there is one that is ultimately out of your control but is really important in which websites choose to rank. And that is your proximity to the centroid. Um, centroid is basically where Google think the, the center of the location is for that area. So again, to go back to the Isle of Wight example, if you search for guest house on the Isle of Wight, um, it only shows half of the island because there is a proximity in you know, high frequency of hotels and guest house on that side of the island. If you're on the area that's off that map, it doesn't matter how good you're doing for these other ranking factors, you're going to struggle to rank. So if you're on a town that's you know, five or six miles outside of a major city and the major city centroid is the other side, so you're in you know West London, but it thinks the centre of London is East London, you're going to struggle to rank there. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, there's ways you can... Tr- People have tried to trick Google in kind of registering PO boxes in this, you know, Oxford Street, and then really they're based in, you know, Brighton. But that doesn't really do you any good in the long term because if people are going to come around to visit you, you know, they're going to look for that address, and then when they pop in there and there's no actual person present there, it doesn't work. So don't try and trick Google there, but you need to be aware of where the centroid is for your location. Um, then there is the inclusion of your city, state, or county or whatever it is in the title tag of your page so this is good for normal seo so if you were going after you know um electrician in brighton or hairdresser in newcastle i would always recommend putting those in your title tag of your home page and the various people who've done a lot of testing in google local and who ranks have determined that generally websites that do this do perform better in the local business listings as well so another one to try and do there as well um moving on having your phone number with the local area code also tends to help you in the google local search listings so avoid using 0800s 0845s if you're offering a local service to local people so here in brighton Google prefer the websites which have 01273 phone numbers rather than those have 0845s, 0800s. It's good as well because that will reassure in the eyes of the customer that you genuinely are local when they do get there. There's nothing worse than when you think you're getting a local service, but then you actually call a call centre abroad or a nationalised call centre. So a good one to do. Try and keep your local business number there. And you can have lots of different numbers there. That you know We use some call tracking solutions where we... Um, you know, have like 10 or so different 01273s for Brighton and it all still works. So from Google's point of view, try and keep a local area code there as well. The next two are things you can do once you've claimed your listings. Um, One is uploading a video. So if you have your Google Local Business Center listing, you can add videos to your account. You have to upload them to YouTube and, and then associate them but this is a great thing to do to get Google to return your listing more frequently. But also, it's great as a sales thing. So if you've kind of got a and b and you show a video of your rooms, that's great. If you're a hairdresser and you show a video of your salon, that's great. If you're a restaurant, you show a couple of videos of some of your best meals, that's great. You know, If you're a pub, you've got a video of your children's playgrounds. You know, All these kind of things 
consider uploading those videos and you know pushing them out. I'll add in the show notes a link to um, a video camera made by Kodak um, that we've bought a few of that are really cheap and let you have external microphones. They've got little USB plugs so you can get the video straight on YouTube um, that are really, really good. They're about 100 quid here in the UK. Um, I think they're probably about $100 probably in the States as well. Um, really good for getting video up online and onto YouTube. The second is very similar, which is photos. Um, so upload photos. People, if you're an attraction, people might already be taking photos of you, but everyone has a digital camera. Everyone has a phone, which probably has a digital camera on there. Put pictures up because people who are searching online like to see these before they visit. So it's good from a customer satisfaction point of view, but also Google prefer the websites that they have more information about. So if you've put 20 photos up on your website and then you've got your competitor who hasn't put any up, you're going to perform better there. The next is using HCARD microformats. And microformats are still a little bit geeky at the moment, um, but I think over the next sort of year or so, we're going to see a lot more of microformats. So we'll probably do a specific episode on that coming up in the podcast. But um, if you want to really go for your Google local listings, and we've got this in the premium video guide as well, um, create an HCARD microformat for your website. The 14th of the 15 positive ones is the age of your local business um, listing. So if you've had one for a long period of time, you set it up you know, a couple of years ago, even if you've not done anything with you, that will work in your favour. So what I will say is even if you don't have the time to do all these local business things now, go claim your listing and then in six months time, that's going to help you out if you then come around to put more local data online. Um and the final one is not one that I've done a huge amount of personally, but lots of people seem to think that this can really help your rankings, which is Google Local Business Center will allow you to upload coupons, which is for people who find your result on Google Local can then go in and maybe get 10% off a meal or, you know, then get that your garage so they can get, you know, a free service with the MOT or whatever it is that, you know, is your special offer. So if you do these kind of coupons, maybe you do them in the local press or you do offer them online to affiliates, put them in the local business center as well, because that lots of people seem to think will help you rank better. So there, you know, the 15 things you can do to do better. But here are five things which, if you're doing badly, will negatively impact your listing. So the first is to have multiple addresses on the contact page. So you've kind of got hundreds of different addresses or, you know, different branches. Try and keep it consistent. Another one is negative customer reviews and ratings on sites like TripAdvisor or even on the website itself. Um, you can't avoid these. If, if people have a negative opinion of you, they're going to they're gonna voice it and the people are already having these conversations. So there's nothing you can do to stop that. What I would say is embrace the negative reviews and you know, improve your service so you get less of them. But be aware that if you have 100 reviews and Google thinks 75 of them are negative, that is going to impact your ability to rank. So you need to start getting some positive reviews. And you can do that in a couple of ways. One is incentivize people to leave positive reviews who have had positive experiences. And the other one is kind of a bit more fundamental. Make sure everyone's happy with what you're doing. Um, the next one is the having multiple listings with the same business name. Um, if you've got, this can happen a lot where you have um, different versions of your name circulating online and Google think there's three or four different companies which are slightly different. So you've got Acme Hair 
studio and acme hairdressers and acme all with the same address there um that can really confuse google so look for your address in the local maps and see if there's any there where there's different variations where for whatever reason you've accidentally given yourself a slightly different name and then wherever they exist online so it might be in the yellow pages or um, your local advert you've put in the local newspaper try and change them all so they're consistent it's consistent so there's only one version google aren't confused about is there two different hairdressers in the same address with slightly different names because google can't they're not clever enough to realize that acme hair studios and acme hairdressers are the same place They'll assume because they've got different names, even though they're the same address and same business, that they're two different companies. So they'll give you two different listings and that'll split split your equity across the sites. Um, also, avoid using P.O. boxes. I've talked about how you can use P.O. boxes to trick Google and I wouldn't recommend that. But if you've got a P.O. box, there is some suggestion, particularly in the States, that Google will downgrade your listing because they don't think that it's not a real street office address then you don't necessarily deserve to be in those listings there and then the final one is to do again with duplication so if you have different phone numbers on different listings with different addresses that will confuse google so wherever you're in the yellow pages wherever you're in a directory wherever you're um, listed in a local newspaper as being a supplier wherever you're listed on a partner um, saying hey here's the people we go to for this make sure they try and use the same address the same business name and the same phone number because that'll help google tie you down specifically to that area so hopefully for any of you who uh, have a local side of your business that'll have given you a nice little insight into um, some of the ways you can rank a little bit better there as i was saying we've put together um, a pretty intensive um, and simple to understand screencast course showing you how to set up a Google local business listing, how to go about improving some of these factors, how to set up HCARS reviews and how to upload videos and images and all those things to get the most from your Google local business listing. If you're interested in um, signing up for the premium um, video content, which contains some of these videos I've been discussing about Google Local, but on all numbers of different topics as well. So, for example, um, we've been doing one recently about keyword research. We've got videos about um, how to um, monitor Yahoo Answers, how to find copyright-free images, all kinds of different topics, and you get one of those through to your inbox every day. Um, you can sign up at premium.internetmarketingpodcast.org. Um, that's premium.internetmarketingpodcast.org. Um, and we're going to be doing a few more of these um, how-to sessions. We've done a few already, and we'll be continuing to do them. So if there's any particular topics you would like us to cover in real depth, and dedicate 20 minutes specifically to just that topic you can drop me an email um you can send that to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com or you can send it through using the twitter hashtag um so if you put hash impc and me and andy will pick that up and try and record a future episode on that cheers guys Well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, we would really like to hear from you. So if you have any questions or comments, send them to info at ai-digital.com and feel free to send in MP3 files as well and we'll play them. 
If you're a subscriber, we'd like to thank you for your valuable time. If you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like this show delivered to your earbuds automatically, you can find Internet Marketing on iTunes. Just search under the Business and Marketing and Management categories. Or you can find us at FeedBurner at feeds.feedburner.com slash academyim. We'd also encourage you to leave comments on iTunes. Well, this is Andy White signing off, wishing you the best until we see you next time on Internet Marketing.